up everyone? Welcome to Old Boy Red Report. Today we are going to be breaking down this weekend's week two of the USL Sacramento Republic FC at Colorado Switchbacks FC. We'll do that right after this. Same delicious beer. What are you drinking over there? Damn good Pilsner. Got to stick with the classics down here. I'm drinking that damn good H2O, of course. Don't get too tipsy on that. Uh, yeah. Got to drive later. It's always good to stay hydrated. So anyways, uh, let's talk about, let's recap last week. Uh, sure. you, you had your thoughts. I had uh, lots of them, yeah. You know, I thought it was, I thought it was a solid showing from our team. Obviously not the result that we were looking for. Coming out of the game with a draw, though, not the worst result, right? No, I mean, it was disappointing. Like I said, it was a mixed bag of feelings. Uh, it's a game that you thought we should have won, probably. We were on the front foot most of the time. We had a very good attack-minded team going out there. Uh, Salt Lake City really didn't have much going forward. They had the penalty. That was it. So it'll be disappointing to drop the two points, but it's the start of the season. We'll roll on. Yeah, and my thoughts, seeing the penalty, you know, we saw it live. I thought it was a soft, really soft call live. Going back and seeing the actual highlight, the USL highlight, did not change my opinion. It was no. definitely a soft penalty. It Absolutely. was. I don't know if, uh, if Skundras even touched him, to be honest with you, but if he did, it was one of those times where the attacking player had the savvy to kind of look for the foul. He may have got touched, but the action kind of showed the referee that there was something there. And you got to give credit to the player. He got the penalty. He stepped up and he scored. So we're all disappointed a little bit. But again, I was more, like I said in the post game at the stadium, I was happy about the showing that our team had. I thought we showed a little bit more bite in the attack than oh, we had. Yeah, definitely. Maybe in most games last year and maybe the year prior. Hard to take too much from the first game, though, right? Yeah, and, and even doing the pre-match for um, Colorado uh, Springs is, you know, there's not a lot to go off, especially when teams change players so much. Um, Colorado Springs did have a pretty good first game, so that's going to be something interesting to talk about. But we'll take away from our game what it was. It's a point. It's a tough team. It's one of the tougher teams we're going to play this season. I think it's a decent result for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. And, you know, we'll, we'll jump into the next game. My man of the match, though, I just wanted to kind of give a shout-out to newcoming player Sam Warner. Yeah. Uh, really hard to get man of the match and only play, like, 15 minutes. But I thought the team was lacking something, and then when he came on, I, I felt after a couple minutes of him touching the ball, creating some chances, I'm like, okay, I think we have something here. We're going to score a goal maybe from an opportunity created by him. And we did. And I got to give him credit because he, he created probably more chances than any player on the field in the game. And he was on for really, really limited minutes. Yeah, when he came on, he did change the tone of the game, especially going up that right side. He was just a spark plug getting the ball up, taking players on, making great passes. Uh, like I said, I think overall there was a little disconnect from our front line. They didn't do the movement that I thought they were. There was a few things missing that didn't get that second goal for us. 
but the keeper for um, for Salt Lake City also did he great. He got yeah. some great saves, so you give him credit. But Absolutely. let's go into the pregame. Cool. Yeah. So this sun Saturday, Sa excuse me. Yeah. This Saturday, we, the Republic will start their 2019 road season. I guess you could say their first road match. They'll yeah. be playing Colorado, who sit at the top of the Western Conference at this. They are time. number one seeded. Yeah. Colorado you know, Spring Switchbacks. You know, you don't take much from the early season standings at this point, but hey, for a team that hasn't made the playoffs in about three years, yeah, I mean, they're probably feeling pretty good about their first their first match. Yeah, with the 12th finish last year, a ninth finish before that, missing the playoffs the last few years. Hey, sitting on top of the league at the first game, that'll be a high moment maybe, so take that right now. Yeah, you mentioned uh, two years ago they finished ninth and Republic finished eighth. I know that we were battling with them at the end of the year. Yep. Ultimately, we made the playoffs uh, and they did not. So, um, you know, I think this is a team, even though they won 4-1, they played Galaxy 2. Galaxy 2 might be one of the worst teams in the Western Conference. If I had to guess, they're probably going to finish in the bottom two or three. I'm with you. I would not doubt to see them bottom five minimum. Um, they're deep. Their defense looked in shambles uh, against Colorado. They didn't seem to have any answers for some of the easiest plays through. Uh, not to take anything from away from the switchback performance. Great performance from those guys. But, yeah, LA2's back line just looked very weak. Yeah, looking at the game, I mean, like you said, they scored four goals. I'm not saying that they weren't nice goals, but I saw a lot of space between defenders and attackers. And Shane Malcolm, he scored three goals in the game. He had a great game. Give yeah. him credit. He put away his chances. He got the hat trick. All three of them. I mean, he's sitting by himself in dangerous positions. He's super quick. He's definitely a player that the Republic will need to keep an eye on all the time. He can hit you on the counter. But I don't think that we're going to see a defensive performance like Galaxy gave to the switchbacks. No, and I, I doubt Republic will come anywhere near such a bad defensive performance. Um, but it is noted that Malcolm did hit him on the wings. I think Jones was on the other side too, right? Malcolm was on the right. I think Jones is on the left for switchbacks. And it was a good combination, them playing up those sides. The, the other goal comes from uh, Burnt, I think his name was, Burt. Yes. And it was a uh, cross in from Jones up the left side to get the heading goal in, which was an open header. I mean... Again. Again. But what it <laughs> but was a, it, it was a good cross. And we yeah. have to we're gonna have to watch out for them playing up both the wings like that. They have some guys out on the wings with some pace. Yeah, they were set up in like a four three three, it looked like maybe a four two three one, but regardless, single striker high, two wingers. And I mean that's a common formation. Yeah. Uh, you know, nothing that the guys can't stop or, or haven't seen before. Uh, Malcolm again with the three goals. He's not really the biggest goal-scoring threat, but he is really good at sending in crosses. He also had yeah. a couple of other really good crosses in that game. So, Shannon Gomez, I believe, will probably be starting at left back. Yeah, and he'll have his hands full. And he'll have his hands full. Fortunately for us, I feel like that's a good matchup for Gomez. Yeah. Because Gomez is probably our most nimble defender, and Malcolm is our most nimble forward. And Malcolm is not very big like Shannon Gomez. Well, and they're both pacey. Shannon Gomez will be able to keep up with them step for step. He's shown to be able to track back even when Gomez gets in the attack. So those abilities are going to really be something that he's going to need to pull out and going to need to shine at in this defense against the switchbacks. 
Absolutely. Um, other than that, you know, when, I, when you look at the game between Switchbacks and Galaxy, they didn't really dominate possession. Uh, they, they definitely created, I think, better chances than Galaxy, but it was, the stats will tell you that it wasn't such a one-sided game. No. And you know what? I think that gives us, I, give, I think that gives me personally a little bit of confidence that maybe we'll be able to create more dangerous opportunities than we were against a team like Monarchs, who we talked about. Man, they are just so organized defensively. They don't yeah. really give you sights at goal. Well, and against the switchbacks, we didn't get to really see too much of that defense. Um, I didn't see the whole game. I just saw the highlights. So, no, you have not the best to talk about, but we didn't really have to see too much of their uh, defense because L.A. didn't have much of an attack except for that one cracker goal that put them on the board. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they had too much going forward. So we'll have to see how the Republic's front line does against their back line. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it will be interesting. I, I expect, though, that we'll probably score more than one goal this game. I think I think we're looking at having a little bit more pressure on their goalkeeper than maybe yeah. Cohen will have. I know it's a road game. It's early in the season. But I am confident going into this game. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a team that is going to finish mid-table somewhere. I don't think they're going to be a great team. They had problems scoring last season. Um, I think I had it here somewhere that they scored only like 30 goals or something yeah, last season. Yeah, so, I mean, they weren't the most scoring prolific team last season. I don't see them putting up too much. I think the 4-1 against um, L.A. is going to be a fluke. Although in preseason they did beat Reno 4-1 as well. But that's preseason, so take that for what it is. Yeah, so what about lineup? Um, do you think that we'll stick with the same 11? Or do you think maybe a player didn't stand out so much, a player or two? Will we see rotation early this early on in the season? You know, I don't think we'll see rotation. I think we'll see the same starting 11. It was a good, strong starting 11. It was a game we dominated. I see no reason to change it. Now, there were a couple guys that I, I've talked about. I don't think Blackwood was completely up to where he could be. I don't think Iwasa was completely up to where he could be. But they're not going to get subbed out. I think they're solid enough players that they're going to keep their spots. The only guy that maybe made an argument for himself is, like you said before, Sam Warner. Um, I can see him slotting in there somewhere and taking someone's spot. Um, it's, I mean, Yeah, it's so early in the season to kind of talk about, like, maybe we should change a lineup. But... Yeah. You know, what do you think about the idea of a lineup? Maybe we'll see it this week, maybe we'll see it down the road. Maybe Warner starts on the right-hand side, and Bichev actually gets moved to like that central attacking midfielder role, and then Awasa goes back to a striker in a 4-2-3-1. You know, maybe we'll see that. I don't know if that's something that uh, Elliot has on the maybe the platter for this season at some point, but, you know, a guy like Bichev, he's a creative player but he might not be the most pacey winger. Yeah. And we saw Warner really take it to the Real Monarchs defense, a very tough defensive team. Absolutely, and that's where I think maybe he earned himself a spot. And yeah, maybe he he slides in there with where Bijev is, uh, give Bonomo a rest. It's even a different attacking idea. It's, uh, you know, Bonomo's got a little bit better of that hold-up play that BJ, or, uh, Iwasa maybe doesn't have. Iwasa's a little bit better at towing the line. So maybe, you know, Elliot makes the decision per game of what he thinks the back line's going to be of the defensive team we're going to play against mm -hmm. and changes that up, and I can see that. Maybe um, I could see Tainer maybe getting a start too because, you know, Declan Tynan, 
I thought he played very well, but he's an older player, and you don't want to, you know, run out his legs early in the season. I'm not saying that he needs a rest already, but I think those three center backs, Harris, Kynan, and Tainer, I think we're going to see a lot more rotation this year than in years past from that position. Yeah, absolutely, and, and I talked about it a little bit in my uh, post-match game uh, video. Having such good quality center backs is something we lacked last season. Even though our defense was good, I'm not saying we had a bad defensive season last season. We just didn't have the depth. This season, we can go to a back three because we do have three strong center backs. If we're up 3-1 in the game, we can go to a back five and hold that game out and just get the result. So having that strength in the back line is not a bad thing. And I think Tainer switching in, giving the guys some rest as well later on in rotation, especially if we get into the Open Cup a little bit farther, yeah. it's going to be great. It's a good problem to have. It's not a bad problem to have, definitely. Yeah, it's always good where you, you know, you, we, we really have three starting caliber center backs. And, you know, there might be disappointment at some point in the season where maybe somebody doesn't feel like they're getting the minutes that they're used to or think that they deserve. But, yeah. hey, you know what? Kynan is an older player. I don't think he's going to play 90 week in and week out every single time. Don't want to keep him fresh. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see some rotation there. Um, other than that, midfielders, I didn't think that Skundrich had the best game, if I'm being honest, and he was the player that I was pretty excited about. Yeah. Uh, I thought he uh, he was just lacking a little bit for me. Like I didn't see him very active in creating turnovers, which I thought I was going to see a little bit more. Maybe it's the first game. You're settling in with new teammates. He's with a new club, you know. So sometimes it takes a few games to get in it. Well, and he played a little advance of sorry. Um, so he was playing more of that connecting midfield player where he was trying to bring the ball out from the back and get it to our front three, yeah. get it to that uh, interchanging diamond that we had up front. Eight, and yeah. he, he kind of played that back part in that diamond. So I think maybe we didn't see as good of the defensive end of him because he was focused more on trying to transition that ball especially with us playing as much on the front foot as we did. It wasn't really, I think, his best defensive shining moment. Um, but going forward, he looked decent. Uh, I think he had a good game. I could see him maybe getting dropped out, though. I did say Partain myself in the starting 11 last time, yeah. and I could definitely see Partain sliding he right in there. He would be the natural uh, replacement, I think. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, I would just like to see – I thought Sari was very good at ball distribution. I would like to see Awasa – or Skundridge, if he is playing that number eight, be a little bit on the ball and have some cutting passes. We need to see yeah. maybe some some passes through, you know, like more a little bit more creativity, I guess, from the central part of the park, in my opinion. Yeah, and I hope for this game against switchbacks we can do that. Um, they're going to try to play us up the wings like I talked about with the, the whip, and so if we can create those chances by pressing high and stopping the balls from going out wide and stopping those and blocking those passes and getting a one-time back up to like an Iwasa or a Bonomo, that'll be a key in this next game. Yeah. What do you think about the elevation? Do you think it, with it being an early season game, that the elevation, maybe uh, the stamina of the players not being accustomed to that might be a hindrance? Or do you think, well, it's early on in the season, we got fresh legs, we might be able to handle it better now than we would in August. I don't know, like, I'm all about these guys are professional athletes and they're in, supposed to be in the <laughs> best sure. shape of their lives. But, so but they, they are playing at elevation. Absolutely. Right? And they should be able it's to different. handle this, especially this early in the season. That shouldn't be too much of a hindrance for most of them. Um, I think it'll go that we'll go there. We'll have the same great performance. Now, maybe a little later in the season, 
when you're a bit legged, you're a bit winded, uh, you've had a few games in a row. Yeah, you played a Wednesday, you played a Sunday, now you're back on the game on Tuesday. You know, those kind of get to you, so I can see that. But this is early, shouldn't be a problem. Cool, man. So I guess it's time to make our prediction or what? Yeah, go for it. Let's get it. Oh, you go first, Okay, I went with the the 2-0 last time. Didn't quite work out for me. But we both were uh, wrong. <laughs> I, I don't see a lot of goals in uh, the switchbacks. I think they're still lacking up front. I think Malcolm had a good game, but I don't think he's going to be as prolific as the first game would tell you he's going to be. So I'm going to go 2 0 again for us. I think we can go there, get the result, come back with three points. Man, I was going to say the same thing. 2 0. All right, well, I got to be different. We're not gonna Forcing work. the change. We are going to win, though. I, I am confident. Win. 2-1. 2-1. John, what do you got? John Glatz has 2-1 as well. He's copying Mark with 2-1. Yeah, well, at least John has an answer this time. You know, like, on my glass, if we asked me the starting level would be. He's not even on this one, and he comes prepared. <laughs> Jeez. We're just, like, totally hating on him right now. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> uh, all right. Um, so yeah. we want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear... Your thoughts, not just on the last game, but if you do want to comment on a player or something like that from last game, just to tie up week one of the USL for the Republic, go ahead and do that. But of course, give us your prediction for this Saturday. Uh, watch parties. Watch yep. parties. Uh, I know Costanza's, Costanza's is the TVB one. I think. Uh, I like that place a lot. I'm probably going there. That place is awesome. The Republic is doing the Sac Union Brewery, I think it is, or something okay. like that. Sacktown. Sacktown Union. I'll have to double check that. We'll double check it. There'll be a description, a link in the description down there to it. So if you want to check what out what that is, go down like there. To get together for a watch party this week, uh, maybe we can coordinate something. Uh, I think it's an early start time. Um, I think it's five. five. Yeah. Pacific Standard Time, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So give us your thoughts, your predictions. Is there a player that you want to see in the starting eleven that is different from last week? Let us know. Of course, like always, check us out on Facebook at uh, Old Glory Red Report. Instagram and Twitter is at the Old Glory Red. You can also go on our Reddit, talk to us over there. It's Old Glory Red as well. Subscribe, share, like, ring the bell. You know, you know about it. Yeah, we do have a podcast that comes out every other week. It's called The State of the Republic. That's going to be on Spotify. That's going to be on the Apple Store, the Play Store, um, all kinds of other places. So check that out as well. Or That's with the Beautiful Game it. Network. Yeah. <laughs> BGN.FM. All right. I think that's it, man. So uh, I guess from Fort Rock Brewing, Old Boy Runner Ford, we'll see you guys next week. Later.